Welcome to Tonko Cast.、Uh, today's guest is Sichi Song. Sichi is an incredible stop motion filmmaker.、Uh, one of her films, Sister, was in the festival where we showed、uh, The Dam Keeper Poems, and Eric O, our director,、uh, got to see it. And he told me immediately, Guys, you gotta check this out, check this film out, Sister. And I got to see this film, and it was phenomenal. So we had a chance to talk to Sichi about her film. It's about her experience growing up in China, and、uh, she created it、uh, while she was going to CalArts as a graduation film. I believe this film will get a lot of attention in the film festival circuit. And、uh, just check out our interview. Okay, welcome, Suchi,、mm-hmm. to Tonko House. Thank you so much for coming. You came from LA? Yes, I live、yeah. in Los Angeles. And then,、uh, were you traveling to visit San Francisco for a festival? or...、Uh, I came for several screenings in, in the Bay Area. What type of screenings? Oh, I, I just screened my two films at Pixar Studio last oh, week. Oh,、yeah. got it. How was the reception at Pixar?、Oh, it was really interesting、yeah. because it's, I only showed the films in film festivals before,、uh-huh. which has general audience. But I think at Pixar Studio, they, the audience are all like professional storytellers、yeah. and animators. They have lots of technical questions.、Mm-hmm. and、uh, Like questions in ter- terms of how I, you know, how I conceive the ideas, how、mm-hmm. I you know, tell the stories, and、uh, like how I make the puppets.、Uh, so, that's lots of interesting discussions about you know, storytelling. Yeah, Pixar crowd is a tough crowd, and、yeah. they're very passionate. <laughs> no, I was really nervous. <laughs> talking about everybody's film. So, just kind of backing up,、um, I want to know、uh, more about where you started and You know, where you come from and your upbringing, and how that influenced your art and filmmaking. And、mm-hmm. first of all, like, when did you decide to pursue filmmaking? Filmmaking.、Um, actually, when I was a kid,、mm-hmm. I was. I study,、uh, I was sent to boarding school、yeah. like, when I was 10. So there are lots of like, you know, time alone you know, after school. So I, I like to do a lot of like, handicraft. I, I did lots of those Chinese paper cutouts、uh-huh. when I was a kid. So I got really into it. So then later on, when I have this option to you know, study art, my parents you know, sent me to study in Chinese ink painting. I got really into like, those visual storytelling.、Mm-hmm. So, I applied for art school in China, which is called China Academy of Fine Arts.、Mm-hmm. And then I also, in there, I got lots of like fundamental trainings about, you know, with you know, how to do sculptures.、Mm-hmm. I did lots of like oil paintings.、Mm-hmm. That's where I know, like, I developed my skills and then to, to make visual arts.、Mm-hmm. Then later on, I watched some stop motion animation film、uh, that, you know, And then I realized I can, this is a very great media that can combine all my physical, you know, handcraft skills、mm-hmm. with storytelling. So I really I got really into making stop motion animation. So I made my first film、uh, while I was in China、mm-hmm. in college. Then I want to pursue this as part of as my future career. So I did my, some of my research and I realized lots of stop motion animation directors they all graduate from CalArts.、Mm. So I applied there and then they accepted me. Then I just like, you know, start, start to make films, start making stop motion films. Got it. Wait, so you came to the United States to attend CalArts at yes. first? Yes. Yeah.、Uh, I see. So 
you went through the fundamental kind of traditional art training in China, mm -hmm. and but still you were interested in animation already in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see. Why stop motion? I'm just curious. Um, I just like for me uh, making stuff by hand uh -huh. is is just very natural. Feels really natural tactile to me. And, yeah, 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 tactile. I like the textures, like of all the puppets and then the materials mm -hmm. that can also. I find it stop motion is really really interesting. It's not only about designs. It's also like the texture can bring a lot into the storytelling too. That mm. really amazed me. <laughs> And then you came to the United States, and you got into CalArts undergrad program or graduate program. Uh, I went to the master program uh, in experimental animation. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, I definitely want to talk about your one of your latest films, which really blew both of us at Tonko House away. And but uh, um, before we get into it, I'm just curious how transitioned from China, you mm -hmm. know, in terms of as an artist and even as a person mm -hmm. to uh, move to the United States. How did that affect your affect your life? Because you know, I also migrated from Japan to yeah. the United States uh, for college, and you know, it's it's mm -hmm. a big change. Yeah. It's definitely it's a it's a huge change because mm -hmm. you know Asian culture is totally different with the Western culture in here, but I think that's also part of the inspiration too. Mm -hmm. That I think all of my you know film that I made at KRs was you know it start because there are some differences I realized between China and America. Mm -hmm. Like my I made my first film called Food. It's yeah. a documentary about food because when I just moved to you know the United States and I went to the cafeteria and I saw the all kinds of food like in the cafeteria they have like vegan options and the vegetarian options mm -hmm. and then I found it really interesting because I never heard of this word before right. and right. <laughs> I feel uh, why do people want to become vegetarian and uh -huh. because there are not many vegetarians uh, in China so I just have this question in my mind so I want to make a film to interview people mm -hmm. what they're why do they become a vegetarian and why do they choose this lifestyle? Yeah, so I think that's really interesting just to find, you know, some differences between life that I didn't think before yeah. I moved here. But also, like, you know, the original idea of my graduation film Sister is also because after I came here, like, when I was in China, people are really used to not have siblings. So yeah. We don't ever ask questions. Right. And then when I moved here, I have seen many of my classmates that they all have like, you know, two or three siblings. Yeah. And I just, it suddenly occurs to me that's that's really different lifestyle and really different life that we are having. That's why I start to think about my past and mm -hmm. my family, my friends, like, well, this might be something really unique of our experience mm -hmm. and worth to tell the world like what we grew up with. <laughs> That's really great because uh, your gra I, I didn't know it was your graduation film. It's it's just incredible, yeah. uh, incredibly sophisticated and mature film for a graduation film. So, first of all, congratulations! Thank and, you. you know, I know you won lots of awards with that film, um, and probably you will win more. But when we first saw that film, uh, we were just like speechless. You know, we didn't know what to expect because uh, something that one of our directors, Erico, said, "Ah, check out you know mm -hmm. Suchi's film and." And then we watched and we were like, whoa, like, we did not expect this, you know, it's such a uh, powerful story. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, it, it is coming, it is rooted in your own experience and culture and, mm -hmm. and history, right, mm -hmm. of yeah. your country. 
if you could share a little bit about your story process, because uh, craft-wise, it's really beautifully done, but also mm-hmm. stories are very mature and very, I, I would say, sophisticated, right? So I'm curious to hear, obviously, like you said, it's a unique, you know, mm-hmm. they're unique. Uh, you find your own voice and unique voice. But how did you arrive at this particular uh, subject mm-hmm. as your story? Yeah, I think like originally, I know I want to make a film about siblings mm-hmm. because either way, like I have a, I'm the second child in my family. I have a bigger brother. And then when I uh, came here and realized, you know, one child policy, what, which was really restricted in China when I was born and this, this, uh, this is the story of our generation and especially when I was thinking ideas for my thesis film uh, it's about in 2015 when China changed the policy mm-hmm. from one child policy into two child policy and then it certainly occurs to me this might be you know from 1979 to 2015 this might be the only generation that you know there are lots of only child in the right. family that's you know that's uh, and then when I think about my own history and how my parents kept telling me their story of try, try, you know, they, they did their best to give birth to me, that that's how I have a life. Mm-hmm. I talked to with, with lots of friends and, you know, classmates. Uh, and then they, I have a friend whose name is Bing Yang, who also did the, act, uh, the voiceover for my film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked with him and then uh, he told me his story when he was four years old. Mm. He, his parent, his mom was pregnant with another little girl, but he was not able to have a little sister because of one child policy during that time. And then it just suddenly shocked me, mm. <laughs> because if uh, I just think back, you know, if my parents did didn't do their best to keep me, I wouldn't have you know have a chance to you know live a life or you know become a filmmaker to tell mm. my story. Uh, so it's just that moment, like when I, when I realized that you know my life could be gone, mm-hmm. um, it just you know I feel like you this is a very powerful moment. I want the audience to also feel this moment to realize if the life could not be happening or exist. Yeah. So uh, the story process is. It's actually really frustrating for me. Like originally, I want to make a narrative film because I never done a narrative film before. I I feel like I want to challenge a film because this is my last student film. I want to do something I never done before to mm-hmm. to know what I can do or what I can't do. <laughs> so I I want to make a narrative film about siblings. So that's the starting point, and I know the ending of the film because I want. The audience to also feel that moment that you know you know that life was not existed. Uh, so have this uh, element together and uh, and start to like brainstorm ideas and mm-hmm. brainstorm like stories, the structures of the film. I, it took me a really long time just to write scripts. I probably wrote like ten <laughs> different mm-hmm. scripts, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and then I also like you know threw away lots of ideas during the production. Mm-hmm. And then when I was shooting the film. Uh, I told you like the reason I like stop motion because the material itself like when I physically build the sets and puppets, mm-hmm. sometimes it also inspire me in terms of like the actions mm-hmm. and then what's gonna happen in the film or like you know there are some shots I I can kind of just start to improvise, mm-hmm. you know in front of camera, so this like you know I'm still adapting the story during the production, 
And then after I shoot the film, the film, the final film now is actually eight minutes, but actually I shot like 15 minutes long animation. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, when I was doing the editing, I tried to put everything in, but I sh after I edited and show it to my mentors at Kairos and classmates, and then I just feel like the story is still not working. Mm -hmm. So I did lots of re-editing, especially the ending is really mm -hmm. important in the story. Mm -hmm. uh, I did lots of re-editing, eventually find the the version that I really like, and mm -hmm. then I want to keep it. <laughs> so yeah, it was a long process. Yeah, the Tonkas, we have one project that's in stop motion right now, and mm -hmm. definitely me personally, uh, it's such a challenge to do stop motion because mm -hmm. uh, I come from CG and mm -hmm. 2D, right? Mm -hmm. That's the experience I have. And, you know, with 2D and CG, you can go back and edit a frame or two to mm -hmm. make your poses better, stronger. Uh, mm -hmm. Stop motion, basically, right? Like you have to reshoot uh, yeah. if you want to change anything. Mm -hmm. And that's something that um, really kind of made me uh, more I guess disciplined in a way to yeah. have a clear vision clear direction up front mm -hmm. um, and I'm still struggling with that you know <laughs> uh, but uh, as you said it what I love about it is just the feeling of you have animator you have a lighting DP you have a camera DP you have other assistants sets person set dresser all at one place mm -hmm. uh, this is a bigger production probably in your case, you probably did everything by yourself. Yeah, right? I did. <laughs> um, but then just the feeling of like, okay, now you animate, you go. Like, mm -hmm. and, and there's no, you can of course reshoot, but it's very, very, very expensive. Not mm -hmm. only your time as an yeah. animator, but also time for every single person who's involved in yes. the shoot. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a whole different game than CG or 2D. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously it seems like a, you are pretty dedicated to stop motion. I am. Right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me uh, why, because I'm kind of experiencing stop motion, which I love, but also mm -hmm. there is a limitation to stop motion. I'm like, ah, I wish I could just change or yeah. quick paint over, you know. Mm -hmm. How, wh why stop motion? I mean, besides the fact that you mentioned earlier that it's yeah. tactile and I get all that, mm -hmm. but do you get frustrated with the limitation sometimes with the stop motion? Yeah, definitely. I mean, stop motion does have lots of requirements, like basic requirements. Like I have to, especially like it's really physical. Yeah. And then when you uh, do animation and then there are like these <clears throat> gravity issues, that's the main problem that everyone has to go over. <laughs> uh, and then, I don't know, I feel like I just, I never, also I never tried 2D or CG, mm. so I don't know the advantage that this other media has. Uh, but I think like also like the imitation kind of, sometimes give you more inspiration and mm -hmm. you know freedom to you know you figure things out during the you know the freedom that you have mm -hmm. and then that's also like you know because the difficulties of making stop motion and then when you actually figure something really innovative and then you feel like you know this is where the magic happens mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. when you you know, click the space bar and then play it. Like you see this little doll just start to suddenly become alive in front of yeah. you. I think that's just the magic moment that yeah, I really like totally. to experience. Yeah. <laughs> it is a pure magic. Mm -hmm. You have, so your graduation film, Sister, uh, mm -hmm. which is really just, just so powerful. Uh, 
I hope uh, our listeners can watch it at some point. It's it's not quite available just yet online, mm-hmm. right? Not yet. It's going through the festival circuit. Yeah, yeah. But I do plan on putting it online at mm-hmm. some point some in the next few months. Yeah. yeah. And then you said you made another film um, yes. called Coin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, which I got to see, which is just different from Sister, the tonally very different, but it's just really beautifully done and, and funny, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and actually something I can relate to because I was one of those kids who yeah. just swallowed a coin. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? But uh, tell me about that film. Uh, mm-hmm. Since you brought puppets, uh, we'll share the photographs later mm-hmm. on the podcast, but yeah. uh, you, had, you brought puppets from the film Sister and the coin. Yes, yeah. yeah. Tell me about the film. The Coin is uh, another film that I finished uh, just recently mm-hmm. after I made Sister. Uh, so after I made Sister, Sister took me a really long time to figure out, you know, how to make puppets, mm-hmm. how to tell a story, how to make a film. But it took me a really long time to figure out. But I think it's also a great experience because I've been through every stage of filmmaking and then I, I learned all the mistakes mm-hmm. that I made before. Uh, so for the coin, I, I got more out of it. You know, I, I made the film in six months. Wow. <laughs> yeah so uh it was like a little more smoother than when mm. i made sister because i know you know how to tell a story i mean a little bit better than mm. before uh and then you know scale wise too i uh, i also have a, a little bit you know i i also have a producer and dp to help me mm. making the mm. film which mm. make the process way faster than before and then the coin is a film actually about my own experience of me moving from China to America, you know, this in the past five years. Like in China, when I was a kid, uh, we still have this tradition that we put a coin inside of dumplings, one of the dumplings, and then whoever in the family that if the dumpling that had the coin means it's good luck, mm-hmm. they'll have a good luck for the next year. Mm-hmm. And then when I came here, and then uh, I have, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I've been in boarding school, in, living in different city away mm-hmm. my, from my family uh, for a long time. And I always feel like, you know, this dumpling always reminds me of home. So whenever I travel and I feel homesick, I would just to find a dumpling restaurant. I'm sure like everyone who has been traveling in different countries, they mm-hmm. all feel like when, when they feel mm-hmm. homesick, they're just finding the similar food they used to eat at home. Of course, yeah. yeah. So the so food is kind of like a metaphor of, you know, our emotions. I feel like, you know, our stomach is really connected to our mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this coin that really means something, you know, he, the, the main character in the coin, like she's really, it's her precious souvenir from mm-hmm. home. And it's also means the hope for her for her future right and then she somehow encountered this crisis that she lost the mm-hmm. coin and then when she you know suddenly in this very foreign environment she feel you know very you know anxious uh, she had to find the physical coin mm-hmm. uh, i think it's really similar with my experience though you know of moving to a different country mm-hmm. and then there's some hardship and difficulties for me to fit in this new country or mm-hmm. new, new culture i feel like you know sometimes i'm really lost and i need help i need something to tell me that it's going to be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i think like this film is kind of a message to myself too i want her to find her her precious coin in her own stomach because I want her to feel, you know, she can go anywhere uh, if she, you know, 
be confident of herself, mm-hmm. like embrace what her, she already have, uh, as you know, as a you know a Chinese person or a person from different countries. Mm-hmm. Like we all grew up, grew up in our family and the tradition, and then we carry that with me. We should we don't need to feel uncomfortable of you know living everywhere if we already carry something really important with us. So I can just go everywhere and then you know message to myself like it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's really great um yeah i really want our listeners to also watch that film as well um is, is the film also going through the festival now or have you been started touring uh we just started to uh i just finished a few months ago it's gonna premiere in south by southwest film oh, festival right. in march nice. and then yeah it's gonna start hopefully great. we'll have a chance to show in other film festivals too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I want to hear what you're doing and what you're planning to do. Uh, now you graduated, I assume, yes, right? Yes. And where, what, what are you doing in LA right now? Right now, actually, I'm trying. I'm writing a new story, mm-hmm. and then, uh, like thinking of different ideas, and then you know, because I feel like you know, animation filmmaking is really fun, <laughs> and it's what I do want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm like making uh you know developing stories and it might become a tv serial feature film or another short film that i want to make wow yeah super exciting um <laughs> it's really inspiring because any like whenever we see student films and i didn't go to film school so mm-hmm. when i was a student i was studying painting right mm-hmm. i think when you watch quality films from schools you know uh you it's it's incredibly inspiring because it, it is hard for professionals to uh, pursue short films on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just takes time, and yeah. you know you just don't have that dedicated time. But then, uh, back in the days, I feel like students didn't have enough skill set or the uh, access to the equipment or mm-hmm. you know or even funding to do quality. But then these days, I think uh, students student films have gotten so uh, high quality mm-hmm. including definitely yours makes us want to do the same like mm-hmm. i feel like as a studio we struggle to actually create a project unless we get the right budget the right mm-hmm. funding right schedule right people and then just it just moves so slow mm-hmm. and we always feel like we're constantly looking for somebody's permission to you know let yeah. us make a film which shouldn't be the case we all have ours to want to make our film and tell our stories and then mm-hmm. it's such a challenge so you know when we watched your film and i sister and then you lady made your next one just incredibly inspiring for us and uh i, I really thank you for sharing your story mm-hmm. um whatever you're writing now uh i can't wait to watch when do you think we we get to watch your next one? Oh, the next one well wow, that's <laughs> uh i think like right now i'm i want to have a bible or like at least a pitch book ready so i can pitch or get the funding <clears throat> to make the film but i think like for even for sister and the coin it was like my budget was really limited mm-hmm. my you know uh, time was limited uh, so i designed the story and the character and the settings uh, in a very small environment mm-hmm. that i can really manage to finish
finish by myself <laughs> uh, or a small team. But I think for the next one, I want to try to have a little bit more complex, uh, you know, characters mm. and stories that you know can really explore the storytelling and filmmaking <laughs> in the future. So I think it would like at least take one or two years. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, and then uh, same style of uh, this felt. Uh, stop motion or? Uh, I think I would like to, you know, try. But I think it all depends on the story because yeah. I think like, you know, the material itself can give you different feelings. So、mm. I feel like you know when I figure out the stories,、mm. I will choose the material that would best fit the story, and I I don't want to limit myself to one single material. But I would like to go back to if you know the story fits the theme. <laughs> It's great. Well, thank you so much. It's really inspiring to have you here and get to see your puppets, and and、uh, we really can't wait to share your film with、uh, more people.、Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people should see this. So, Suchi, thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, I'm, I really enjoy you know, visiting and you know, thank you. <laughs>